February 4th, 2016. I'm Kellen Conley and this is Hyphenation. Episode 5. Predicting the 2015 NFL Playoffs. Super Bowl 50. Dramatic pause in there. Uh, real glad to be back, guys. Um, we've been rolling through these. Had a little technical difficulties. Or I would have started a little bit earlier. But we are here now. So I won't try to get into too anything. Into too much. Uh, too heavy right now. Because I only have until probably 10 after 12 to wrap this up. And then get back inside and get back to work. And then tomorrow I plan on finishing the episode. So a lot of good things are happening right now. Um, it's the big game, man. The big game. This is this is the moment everybody's been waiting for. Well, not everybody. Because like I, I've always said, I know a lot of you aren't in the sport ball, as I like to call it for my non-sports fans. Um, this will be the last sports-themed episode that I can foresee. I will still be mentioning random sports stuff, but there will not be episodes that are exclusively dedicated to sports, at least until the NBA playoffs start. And then I'm just going to do one episode about all the rounds of the playoffs so that I don't take up your guys' time with episodes you're not interested in. For those of you that are here for the sport ball, though, you've come to the right place. I went 0-2 last week, um, or two weeks ago now. Um, I, I picked both the Cardinals and the Patriots. They both lost, which now brings my total back to 500. I went 1-3 first week, 4-0 second week, and I went 2 last week. So whoever I pick decides whether I have a winning record or a losing record in the 2015 NFL playoffs. But I, I don't want to get into that too heavy because I'm, I'm kind of strapped for time right at this moment. Uh, I'm doing good, man. Uh, it was a beautiful day in Morgantown yesterday. Temperatures were like in the sixties. Now it's freezing again. So that's always awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm getting ready to go house shopping. Uh, we've, I finally got some stuff cleared off my credit report. Looking like we'll be able to get approved for a mortgage. Um, so we were going to go start checking out houses this weekend in Morgantown. See what we can see. Let's see all the things. So hoping we find something that we like. If not, the search will continue, of course, because it always has to. Uh, So that should be a lot of fun. Last weekend, I actually went and hung out with E on Saturday after running some errands with Angel and my mother-in-law and Aaliyah. Um, Hung out at his crib for a studio session with his band, Kwai. If you're not familiar, just search Kwai on Google. Q-U-I-E. They have an EP that they put out not too long ago. That's super dope. They're working on two more EPs. And some of their latest music is phenomenal. I cannot recommend it enough as to how good their music is right now. So I want to recommend that to everybody. Uh, I got a lot of recommendations. This episode's not actually just going to be about sport ball. <laughs> about um the Super Bowl. I'm going to spend a little time on uh, the Super Bowl, but I actually have a variety of things to talk about because I'm trying to work each show on trying to get a format down when I don't have a guest, which will probably be more often than not. I won't have a guest, at least in the beginning. So I, I have plenty of things that I actually wanted to bring to light here. Uh, I'm loading my show topics now. So whenever that comes up, I will take a look at that. Uh, I know I had mentioned that there was a big blizzard in Morgantown not too long ago. All the snow's now melted thanks to unseasonably warm weather in Morgantown and some rain. Uh, We may have another storm on the way, according to what I saw in one Facebook post, but it might miss us. So I might just get a little windfall from it and not the actual full thing going on. One of the things I have down for a topic is understanding what I like to eat. And (laughs) what I'm saying is probably in the past year to year and a half, 
my palate has changed. And it's something that happens to everybody as they get older. They like different things and uh, they get, they don't, they try to eat healthier, yada, 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 which I'm trying to do and feeling that miserably this week. I've had coffee all four mornings so far this week. Uh, three times from Tim Hortons, one time from Dunkin' Donuts. Went to Dunkin' Donuts, had me a, uh, a bear claw and a muffin. And then the other day I was eating, I ate donuts this morning and uh, a banana nut, a banana nut muffin. I had a blueberry muffin the other day, and I tried to have this pastry thing. It wasn't too good. I ate McDonald's on Monday. So I'm eating out a lot more than I want to. I'm not really sticking to my, my plan for healthiness. And actually, I'm going to bring up another thing I was eating on another topic. But I was uh, sitting there with E um, after we, the studio session this past Saturday, went to a place in Morgantown called JW Thirsties. And I'm actually going to write about this little experience here on I Love Morgantown, WV.com, here um, very shortly. Um, but we went there, had great wings. He was like, you got to try the wings. So I tried the wings, and they're really good. Bottom of the bucket sauce, excellent. The garlic parmesan, excellent. Their, their uh, fries were very good, too. We got fries and went to town on that. But we were just talking about different things, and I can't remember what triggered it. But I know that there's certain things that I used to eat that I, I just will not anymore. And it's it's interesting because a lot of it is fast food stuff, obviously, because I've slowly been trying to get away from fast food. So there's certain things I just won't eat. So, like, say, if I go to McDonald's, they have uh, those mozzarella sticks now. Nope. I'm not trying those mozzarella sticks. Fuck those mozzarella sticks. And yeah, we're getting to the custom real early. <laughs> because I had a bad experience where I got one of their wraps that they um, came out with a few years ago. And I got it. They gave me a tonic piece of chicken. It was all wrap and wilted lettuce. I was so mad. I called a location. I emailed McDonald's. I was steaming mad. Like I swore off McDonald's for a long time because of this, because I was so angry at them. And that kind of started the trend of me not eating certain things. So if I order something and it doesn't taste right, it's kind of ruined for me. Especially if I know I like it. Like it's one thing if it's like, I'll never try this and now I don't like it. It's like, all right, that that's a fluke kind of thing. I might, I'll try it again another time, maybe somewhere else. But when it's something that I know should taste a certain way and then I have it and it's not right, won't eat it. Morgantown Long John Silver's for years. Only place in Morgantown to get fast food fish. Probably, I think Aaliyah had just been born um, not that long ago. And not that long ago. <laughs> I uh, I went through Long John Silver's and I brought the food home. And I was eating it. And I, I looked at it and it was either old or wasn't fully cooked right. Something wasn't on the up and up about this fish. So I refused to eat a Long John Silver's in Morgantown anymore. Never again. And I also will not spend time eating something that, um, not that I know I won't like, but, um, no, well, I mean, yeah, that's exactly not, um, that I know I won't like, like now I won't go to, um, Long John Silver's in Morgantown. I won't eat anything except like anything that's just like, I don't know if there's a big four, but the um, items has been with McDonald's for years. So it's like big, big Mac, cheeseburger, quarter pounder, nuggets, filet of fish I don't eat anything else. I don't try it. I won't. Um, Wendy's had some bad experiences with Wendy's. I, uh, Actually, uh, got got the Baconator a few times, and I kept trying the Baconator over and over. I was like, I know at some point I'm going to really love this thing. It has all this bacon on it. But after the last one, I'm like, these things are terrible. I know it has a lot of bacon on it, but they're not making it right or something. It is not good. So now at Wendy's, chicken sandwich, I'll get a regular burger. Um, or I'll just get like a, a cheeseburger double, something like that. I won't, I don't want to mess with anything else they got. 
won't do it. I'm trying to think of how this relates to regular food that's not fast food. Um, trying. Um, I've never been a big fan of turkey. I'll eat turkey right after it comes out of the oven on Thanksgiving, like a day or so later. I don't want it. Doesn't taste right. Um, ham, same way. I'm not a big fan of ham. Has to be warm if I'm going to eat it. Um, as much as I love bacon, that's crazy. I don't like cold ham. I love country ham, though. Shout out to country ham. Mama used to love some country ham. Uh, and and I, one of the things that I've been trying to do, the main point I'm trying to get to, is I'm not trying to... I don't want to... Eat, I don't want to waste time eating something I'm not going to like. So, there will be times when certain things get made. And I won't eat it. And that might seem rude. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm, I I will. If someone makes something, I will eat it in front of them or try it at least. I'm not that person who's like, I'm not going to eat that. But then once I eat it, and then it's like leftover, it's going to sit there and go bad. I, I just have, I want to eat what I want to eat. I eat enough anyway. So when I eat, <laughs> I just want to eat something that I don't go like, you know? And that might uh, that might make me sound asshole ash ash assholeish, but that's just part of something I've learned about myself as I've gotten older. Especially because I love food so much, it's it's got to be made right, and it's got to be something that I actually want to eat. Um, so I wish I could remember what it was that triggered that, because I think he was mentioning something about the head eating. Uh, and he didn't like it or something, but I, I had sent myself, put a note down to talk about that. So, uh, is anybody else out there like that? Am, am I the only weird one who, whose palate has changed, or is it something that everybody goes through? Because I'm just curious. Because I always thought my dad was not weird, but I thought it was interesting that he was kind of like that. Now I'm slowly turning that way myself. We only have a few more minutes before I uh, got to be back to work. And like I said, I'm going to just pick up. You won't notice it. It's going to go straight through. But I wanted to read a live read. And I sent a message to my friends in a Facebook group that I'm with, that I'm um, part of. And I said, hey guys, I'm doing a podcast today and tomorrow. So if anybody wants to Give me something to plug. I'll plug it on the show. So right now I have my good friend. Okay. I have my (laughs) online friend, Bobby Nash. Probably known Bobby for about two or three years now. He is a writer. And he actually has a project that's coming out that's in the February previews issue. And if you don't know what previews is, previews is what somebody's creeping by my car really slow sorry previews is the big magazine that um comic book stores order all their stuff from each week um he has a sherlock holmes domino lady trade that is solicited in the february preview so it's available now it is february sherlock holmes slash domino lady or slash domino lady slash domino lady i thought it was lady domino sorry sherlock holmes slash domino lady trade paperback written by nancy holder bobby nash art by reno menikis mike files cover by mike files diamond item code is february 16 1650 it'll be officially in stores in april 16 so i guess it'll actually go into the bookstores on the six, in february in april but you can have your retailers order it now and a little um, picture he added in here, it says, Together again, Moonstone Brooks brings all of Sherlock Holmes and Domino Lady team-ups together in one collection. Written by Nancy Holder and Bobby Nash. And then it says, MoonstoneBooks.com, BobbyNash.com. So if you're into either one of those characters, it's part of the new pop movement that's going on um, in fiction right now. Make sure you check that out. I highly recommend Bobby's work. Um... He's a pretty good dude, from what I can tell. I hope to maybe get him on the show one day. He was actually on Nocturne Travel Agency with Tom, and I, uh, of course, edited that show, 
and it came out way later than it was supposed to. <laughs> like all the podcasts I did with Tom, which I'm now caught up on, Tom. By the way, I don't know if I've told you that. I think I have. I don't know how that makes you feel that stuff came out two years late, but maybe we'll get into it if I ever get you into this show or if we ever do another Molly Fog. We need to do another Molly Fog to music, Tom. But yeah, check out Bobby Nash's Sherlock Holmes slash Domino Lady Trade written with Nancy Holder. Should be a good time. But now we're here for the main event, ladies and gentlemen. Super Bowl 50. Panthers, Broncos, Levi Stadium, San Francisco. On one hand, you have the fairy tale story of Peyton Manning going out on top with that Super Bowl win. I know there's rumors that he might sign with the Rams for that last season. I mean, the Rams, it's Peyton Manning. And for your first season in LA, I would, I would totally have Peyton Manning as our quarterback. I actually would like to see Peyton Manning get out of the AFC West and go to the NFC West and go bother them for a season. Um, you have the fairy tale ending for Peyton where he could win the title and then be done. Win a second title, tie Eli, and be done. Like, I'm good. Four Super Bowls, two and two, two rings, career. Try to do the Michael Jordan in 98. On the other hand, you have Cam Newton, the face of the new quarterback in the NFL. Cam Newton, who a few years ago was crying after every loss in Carolina to the media because they were so terrible. The same Cam who seemed to have not turned his life around, that seemed to have turned a corner following that near nearly fatal accident a few years ago. Storylines are just absolutely wonderful for this game. Absolutely wonderful. So you have um, the Panthers. So you have the Panthers who are 15 and no, 17 and 1 at this point because they won most of their playoff games to get here. Sorry about the little audio thing. Always got to be something. We still got plenty of time to keep on rolling. So you have the Panthers. 17-1, and one. could possibly finish with one of the best records in NFL history. Remember, the Patriots finished 17-1. and one. I don't have anything in front of me, and I'm not going to look, no offense, as to um, what else. Um, sorry. <laughs> as to who else had a record as good as 17-1. Uh, and, and one. Of course, the Dolphins that will always have 16 and 0, even though the playoffs were one round shorter than, or the season was two games shorter than, they still um, went undefeated. No team has done that. The Patriots came close, but of course, David Tyree took care of that. Good old David Tyree. Shout out to him, man. And you have the Broncos, who have the league's, one of the league's best defenses. I said Peyton couldn't score touchdowns. And that's exactly what he did last week or two weeks ago. I said if Peyton was able to throw touchdowns, I said if he wins, if he throws two, the pay, the Broncos had a shot. He threw two. If he threw three, the Broncos would probably win it. And that defense, the Broncos' defense is so scary good. They gave Brady problems all game long. And the Panthers' defense shut down the Cardinals, who just came out of that shootout with the Packers. And they, they they crushed, they absolutely crushed, crushed the Cardinals. What a way to end the year. I feel I felt really bad for the Cardinals. Because the they did to the Cardinals what they started to do to the Seahawks. But where the Seahawks made halftime adjustments, the Cardinals didn't do squat. They just kept on taking it, to be blunt. <laughs> kept on taking it. Um, I'm really excited for this game. I wasn't this hyped for last year's because the Patriots were in it. The year before, uh, Seahawks-Broncos, I was excited for that. I didn't expect it to be a blowout. And then I've mentioned previous on previous shows where um, about the Ravens and 49ers Super Bowl. I was really excited for that because I knew the 49ers would win. 
Whoops, the Ravens will win. Thanks to mom. Uh, so it should be a really fun game. It's really hard to sit here and and do analysis. Like, no, you know, let me give you a little quick, little quick try. When it comes down to the quarterbacks, it's the same thing that I've been saying. Cam has been playing out of his mind. He is the MVP of the league this year, win or lose. I think as long as Cam plays mistake-free football, but he has been making mistakes. Peyton has done enough since he's come back from injury, since he took back over Osweiler, not to lose the game for the Broncos. I still feel like that's true. He cannot do anything to lose the game for the Broncos. If he does, then the Broncos are toast. I think he could get away with one interception at best, but if he starts, if he hits two and he's not making touchdown passes, if they can't throw the ball into the end zone and they're trying to run it, I think the Panthers run him out of the building. Running back situations, both teams have great running games. Um, I don't see that being a major issue. Um, For either team, um, but just depends. I keep saying, um, depends on, um, <laughs> depends on what defense wants it more. Essentially. I could see this game not being about the running backs. I feel like the Broncos could shut down, um, Stewart. I feel like the Panthers could shut down Anderson and Hillman. I feel like it could be just a, a throwing game. If it comes down to a throwing game and Peyton's got to throw 40, 50 times, that's when you get into trouble. That's when you get into trouble. Tight ends, you have Owen Daniels, who's been who's been Peyton's favorite target. You have Olsen. Shout out to him for helping me win my fantasy football league. Yeah. <laughs> Both very reliable. Uh, Olsen is one of Cam's favorite targets because Gen drops balls, because Funches is still young, and because we all know what happened beginning of the season with that wide receiver they had who hurt himself in practice <laughs> in the preseason. <laughs> I'm not looking at any notes. I'm sorry. I should. This is the predicting the Super Bowl episode. This is if you click this and you saw this title, this is the part of the show you're here for. You want to know what Kellen Conley thinks about who's going to win the Super Bowl. You're here for this, and I'm letting you down. So I apologize. <laughs> but I, I'm I'm serious, like. Benjamin, that might be it. That's the name that's sticking in my head. I think that's the guy who's the wide receiver who got hurt for the Panthers. And then they go 15-1, and one, so how valuable is he? <laughs> Kidding. I'm, I'm just going to get right to it. I don't think this will be a low-scoring game. I think we'll have a 20-point, 30-point game. There's a high possibility, considering what the Panthers have done to teams this year, that they wiped the floor with Peyton and the Broncos. And the Broncos have a history of getting wiped in the Super Bowl because they've been wiped. Let's see. They didn't get wiped against Dallas in the 70s. But let's see. 86 against the Giants. 87 against the Redskins. When Timmy Smith broke Marcus Allen's rushing record. I'm not bitter. And then in 89, against probably the best 49ers team to actually be in the Super Bowl. Of course, Elway and Shanahan put together those two back-to-backs in the 90s. They finally make it back in 2013 and proceed to get wiped again by the Seahawks. It's the Panthers' second Super Bowl. Completely new regime bringing them to the Super Bowl. Ironically enough, John Fox, who took him to the Super Bowl the first time, was the Broncos coach in their last Super Bowl appearance and last this last season before he got dumped for Kubiak, and he's now the Bears coach trying to rebuild something there. So close to call. This game's gonna be so much fun to watch. So much fun to watch. I cannot wait to watch this football game. 
because I, 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 I don't like the Broncos in general, but the fan of Peyton Manning as a quarterback and what he means to the NFL and the game of football, I want to see him go out on top. I don't hate it. Don't hate it at all. But I also want to see Cam get it, just to shut everybody up for a little while. I want to see Cam get it. So I wouldn't be too mad about the outcome either way. I think the Panthers wipe them. I think I think it will be close for a little while. But I feel like there will be turnovers or interceptions thrown or I I don't play uh, I don't want to put this on Peyton like I don't but at the same time I feel like it will be Peyton's fault maybe I'll be wrong maybe Peyton will have a phenomenal game and they will be able to win the Super Bowl for Peyton win one for the Gipper as I heard on the ESPN the other day Peyton's the Gipper in this case but I just don't feel like it I feel like I feel like the Panthers go in they they hang tight for a little while, turnovers happen, and then the Panthers just blow them out by a huge margin. As much as I hate to say it for Peyton, I hate for his Broncos career, NFL career to end that way, but because I don't think the Broncos make it back next year if he stays. I don't think the Rams make the Super Bowl if he goes there next year. The Panthers are just too strong. There's not a doubt in my mind that the Panthers are just too strong. So with that said, Panthers over the Broncos. Last but not least. <sighs> um, My friend Stacy just snapped me. I'm going to snap her back real quick. Like, Broad, I am on lunch. Hey, Stacy, I'm I'm kind of podcasting right now in my car on my lunch break, so I don't know what those lazy asses are doing. <laughs> Sorry. Let's see. See how it came out. Turn it up a little bit. I'm a good coworker. Uh, sorry about the dead air. I know that's not a lot of fun for y'all. Panthers over the Broncos. Last time I'm talking about it. Probably not. <laughs> but if the Broncos win, I'd be okay with it. But Peyton should really just retire and it just be done. And he have a nice little cap to the storybook career. And I think he's hurt enough to know if he wins the Super Bowl, he should be done. There shouldn't be no L.A. for him. I'm sure the Rams would love to have him if that's really on the table. But, uh, yeah. Super Bowl win, retire, go to L.A. and play for one season, retire, and possibly get hurt and hurt my neck worse than it already is hurt. I'm going to say I will stay with retired after a Super Bowl win. Personally. So let's roll through some more topics, man. I still got a little bit more time to talk. Even though I had a little computer issue earlier, I'm back. Better than ever, but not Mike and Mike. Be clear. So another topic I want to get into. I talked about already how my palate's been changing and not eating certain things and trying to eat better. I actually sent out a tweet last night saying, hey guys, I ate terrible all week and guess what? I feel like shit. And it's true. I have a terrible all week. And I'm probably going to be even more terrible this weekend because it's Super Bowl and everything else. And I, I definitely felt it last night. And I also haven't been sleeping that well. I've been trying to stay up too late. I need to be in bed by like 10, 30, 11 and then sleep till 4.35. And I, I've been staying up and just BSing. Excuse me. And I shouldn't do that. It's not good for me. I don't feel great. Had to drink one of my infamous coffees with half cream or half sugar in it for I putting coffee in it um to even really operate this morning I feel good now 
but I'm going to crash in a few hours. Probably by the time I get home to Leah around three, I'll be ready to crash again. I got my first comment on the show. First email. Um, This is actually for me. He uh, listened to the show on Mixcloud and he was like, don't you be scared. Don't you be scared of success. You need to take that promotion. Because last week I was talking about how Mary's leaving here and I'm being considered to replace her. And I was scared to fill her shoes and I was lazy and I liked being where I was at and everything. So the question I'm posing to myself is, am I scared of success? I don't think so. You know, it's it's not something that you heavily that I heavily consider. <laughs> um I mean I like to think that I, I want to do be successful in my life. I wanna provide for Angel and Aaliyah the best I can, have nice things, all the things, you know. I I, I realize that I need to not be lazy. And I need to just be like, yes, I want this promotion and get out of my feelings and do what I got to do. And actually, he'll be glad to hear that I'm kind of starting to turn that corner a little bit. I have to realize something I've had to realize on my own is that I'm not going to be exactly like Mary. And I don't think. No, 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 no. Why I don't think my bosses or Mary want me to replace her they want me to show that i'm able to do her job and i hate to interrupt but stacy snapped me back so let's see what stacy said (laughs) she said it's cool she had to break anyone's legs i'm glad everybody's safe it's funny that she snaps me about work because she um she uh actually is a member here at my credit union where i work and she's threatening my coworkers while i'm in on my lunch break, recording the podcast. Let me send a snap real quick. Recording hyphenation five. How's everybody doing out there? This is how I get down on my lunch breaks. I'm starving. I'm doing this for y'all, for the people, man of the people. So I, I'm turning that corner and I'm realizing that I can do the job without being Mary. So I'm I'm starting to feel it. You know, I had to warm up to it. And I know I shouldn't have to have a warm up period, but I felt like I did. You know, I mean, Mary, I love Mary being here. Mary's the best. Me and Chrissy were just talking about how Mary is the best this morning. And losing somebody of that caliber, it's a blow to the whole branch. But I'm starting to think, I'm starting to like the idea. So to answer your question, Eric Jordan, I'm not scared of success. I just have to embrace the changes and it takes me a little bit of time and last week I felt like I didn't have time to do that but it's been a week um and I'm starting to have a positive outlook about it again so I'm looking forward to the challenge still don't like change you mentioned you don't like change either (laughs) so just a heads up there buddy thanks for uh leaving a comment and checking out the show hopefully you're enjoying Join the show as we roll along. Uh, I had the thing with coming up with topics for the show is I'm getting better at it. I actually have my little Google Doc here, and it's got everything. It's like, oh, Super Bowl Fifty prediction. I understand what I like to eat. Am I scared of success? The candy problem. Go to Marcus and Viral Video in 2016. Like I have me a little list now, so I'm not sitting here like, ah, uh, ah. Uh, uh, my butt itches, you know, because <laughs> I want to have something to talk about when I do these shows and it's just us. I know I probably said that earlier in the show, but that was yesterday. This today, because I'm recording this in two parts. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm starting to get the hang of this, so to speak, trying to figure out what hyphenation is for the people every week, because I am the man of the people. As I just said, the candy problem is one of the topics I wrote down. And when I write down topics, I, I put them on my Google Docs. And I had one earlier, and I was trying to get it on, on, on the list. And I was trying to do work, and I end up forgetting. So sometimes great ideas come and go. But I do try to get them down as soon as possible. While my phone was in the office, I was working. I try not to play on my phone during work hours, like actual work hours. The candy problem is 
I have a problem with loving candy. And last week, or maybe it was a week or so ago, I felt I was a little bummed by the whole situation at work. So I was like, I'm going to go to uh, CVS and buy a bunch of candy and eat it. And I did. And I was totally happy with that decision. So Wednesday, I don't know if it's the mic's picking that noise up. Sorry. Wednesday, I was like, I'm going to go to Walgreens or CVS and get a bunch of candy and eat it. <laughs> so I got my usual gummy bears, gummy worms, and I got some uh, sour gumdrops, essentially, which I kind of regret because they were harder than I wanted them to be. Ate the gumdrops in the bears, and then I felt horrible because I kind of had a sugar rush, but at the same time, I was like, uh, you just ate a bunch of sugar for no reason. And and I I cannot give up my love of candy. I actually broke one of my molars in the back. One because it was going extremely bad. <laughs> um, it, it was rotting. I hadn't been a dentist in years. Broke one of my molars eating some good and plenties that Angel brought me. I was in my office early in the morning, four lobby hours, just chewing. All of a sudden, get these really hard things and I'm pulling out my mouth and I'm like uh what is that and I'm feeling my tooth and I'm like oh god I tore my tooth broke and I go check out the bathroom and it's definitely my tooth so end up having to go to the dentist for the first time and since my first year in college in like 20 2001 2002 they had to rip out the broken molar and my other molar on the other side which is going bad because Problem was my wisdom teeth came in crooked and I've been pushing those two teeth for years. So they had to pull, they had to pull them and it sucked. (laughs) Sucked really bad. Uh, So I have these, I have these two holes in my gums right now, which I'm getting used to. I'm actually glad that those teeth are gone now. I thought it would be really weird, but I'm starting to get used to it. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. But I just love candy, man. And it's not like, I like, I like chocolate. Like I've now been like, oh, I got to have a Snickers. I got three Musketeers. Got to get the Twix peanut butter, the new Twix peanut butter that they just brought back. Not the PB Twix, the peanut butter instead of the caramel. I love those. Shout out to my boy, Chris Craig. We used to work at Teletech here in Morgantown. And we used to go to the Dairy Mart out there near Greenbag Road and get off work and, Hop out, get us some Twix after a long day of taking calls for Bank of America all day long. So shout out to my homie, Chris. And I just I just love candy. Valerie will bring candy to work all the time. And and I'll just be sniffing it. I can, I can sniff it. I'm like, you got some candy? She's like, yeah. And I, I like Skittles, sour Skittles. I will eat those until I accidentally... Like my jaw, or not my jaw, the inside of my cheek. What else do I love? Twizzlers. I think I might have just said Twizzlers. I love Jolly Ranchers. Jolly Ranchers is probably my favorite. And I know it's bad for my teeth, but it's so good. It's so good. I'm going to go to the dentist on the 24th. And they'll be like, uh, you got like six new cavities because you've eaten... All this candy. Probably not. I've been trying to take better care of my teeth since everything happened with them. But I just love candy. And I'm trying to eat better. So I know I'm just taking in pure sugar. And I'm trying not to eat sugar. I, it's hard to do the moderation thing. I've I've stopped smoking black and milds for the most part. I have been drinking less i feel like i'm i've I've actually been drinking less since aliyah's been born i feel like i don't get wasted too often because again it goes back to uh what i said before about me getting sleepy when i drink so that's no fun i try to avoid that um i've been trying to eat better i've been doing terrible this week i was going to order chinese for lunch until i remembered that I had to do the podcast. If I ordered Chinese, I'd be like, paper man. I don't want to be doing that on the podcast. So I am foregoing getting lunch and spending money, which is good. 
to do this show for the people because I'm a man of the people because hyphenation is for the kids, by the kids, for you, tricks are for kids. But last night I made steak hoagies in the crock pots. I I ate a steak hoagie. Uh, <laughs> night before that, I had Angel's mom made delicious chili that I've been eating all week. It's been tearing me up, but it's so delicious. There's still a little bit more left. But eating chili, Angel made this broccoli uh, chicken flatbread that was actually pretty healthy and delicious. Um, I ate terrible over the weekend because I went out with E for my birthday celebration and had all the wings and all the fries and drink all the mixed drinks. And then on Sunday, did we order food? I don't think we ordered food. I can't remember. But I still feel like I didn't eat well on Sunday. So it's just been a bad cycle. And my thing is I've been trying to eat decent portions and not be constantly killing them with it. And I, I was thinking about eating another steak sub last night, but I was like, no. No, Kellen, you've had enough. So I'll eat one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also want to start this hundred hundred uh, push up program that my man O, um, he actually his name is Orenthal Hawkins. Uh, you can find him at multi, um, what is it multi medium multimediumrare.com. Uh, he is a good uh, internet friend of mine. I want to say good friends because I've known these people. A lot of the people I mentioned that I don't know in person, I've known them for years. So I call them my friends because I could hit them up and have a conversation. I could have O on the show. Maybe I will have O on the show because he's just an overall cool dude. Um, he he posted about the 100 push-up challenge. I'm interested in getting to that. Still considering doing that 5K with Anthony. I haven't mentioned anything to my wife. I might want to do that. So I'm just trying to eat better and this candy, it just calls my name sometimes. Like I, I guarantee you, here, Jill brought in Reese's Cups, mini Reese's Cups this morning. How many have I had today? Two. Two mini Reese's Cups. It's a problem. I hope Aaliyah doesn't get that from me. All good things in moderation is what they say. And I just refuse to listen. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck that. Let me do what I want to do. Real quick. Uh, and the last topic I got before I get into my recommendations and before I get back from lunch is go to Marcus and viral video in 2016. So Chrissy showed me this video the other day of with hashtag go to Marcus. And this little boy was singing an awful song. I don't know if he wrote the song to this little girl. Like he was maybe pushing 13, 12. She looked... Younger than that, but probably was maybe might could have been older. And I think the idea was he he was singing to her. He kissed her on the forehead. He walks away and then the cameraman goes, go to Marcus, go to Marcus, go, go, go to Marcus. And DeMarcus starts busting out this awesome dancing back handspring thingy. It's hilarious. Saw it on Instagram. 12 seconds. So me being who I am, I Google go to Marcus and there's a whole video on YouTube just posted in December. And the video is a little old. So I'm thinking that somebody shot this years ago and just reposted it. And the whole video seems to be a music video for this DeMarcus gentleman with this little girl who's supposed to be his video girl um, that he's singing and rapping to the whole time as they walk around their neighborhood. Um, apartment buildings i don't want to say neighborhood projects but more than likely neighborhood projects and there's a little swing set and it, the whole video is hilarious but the at the end when he hits that deal go to marcus there's more because not only does he dance to go to marcus and hit the back handspring suddenly he goes get crunk with it get crunk with it get crunk with it get crunk with it now pop with it pop with it pop and demarcus just keeps on going for like another 35 seconds it's amazing Go to YouTube, Google Go to Marcus. Enjoy. You're welcome. Now, that made me think back to when YouTube first came into existence, which is what, 11 years now? I think 2015 was their 10 year anniversary. And stuff like would go viral then, how I was so on top of it, like the juggernaut bitch. There's kids today who have no idea what a juggernaut bitch is. And this thing was like the biggest deal on the internet. Kids will watch X-Men The Last Stand 
and see Juggernaut go, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch, and not know what it's from. If you're not familiar, the Juggernaut Bitch was a video where this group, I can't remember exactly what they used to go by. They probably, I, they probably still have stuff up. I don't think they do this anymore, but they took an episode of the old X-Men anime series from the 90s and then did their own voices over it and just said the most hilarious things. And of course, the main thing Juggernaut said was, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. And I watched that video more times than I could count. And YouTube was for years the go-to place to find funny content. And then eventually got Funny or Die and different sites started popping up with their own funny stuff. But now with the rise of Vine and Instagram and now Snapchat, I just I thought it was interesting that Chrissy saw this video that was 12 seconds long. And it was just and that was obviously the funniest part of the whole video. And the YouTube video is barely getting any love at all. It only has like 2,000 views, which isn't bad, but it's not, that's not viral in 2016. Um, that, that's not even barely getting any recognition because it's on YouTube and it's too long to fit on today's media. It doesn't fit on a Vine, it doesn't fit on, a, on Instagram, and it doesn't fit on a Snap. So how... The difference between how we view viral video back then to now, I think is really cool. Um, well, not, I don't want to say cool, but I just find it interesting personally. The difference between how we consume videos now versus back then. I still think the Juggernaut Bitch is one of the most hilarious videos ever. And major key alert, I may be doing something relating to dubbing our voices, my voice and other people's voices over old Thundercats episodes. I'm not making any promises, but it could happen. So you're welcome. Quick recommendations before I get out of here. I've been watching the new season of New Girl. It's still hilarious. Zooey Deschanel is not on there right now um, because, of course, she had the baby um, during filming. But the show's hilarious. Winston and CeCe and Nick are killing it. My man Schmidt's not as funny now that he's with CeCe. Schmidt was awesome last season. I just got into it last season. But uh, definitely be checking that out Tuesdays at 8 p.m. on Fox. You can catch up on all the episodes on Netflix. Music I want to recommend. Carly Rae Jepsen, Emotion. Came out last year. It had that song, I Really Like You. It's in the same vein as 1989 with a lot of 80s themed uh, songs and stuff. But it is a great album all the way around. It's not an MVP, Most Valuable Production, but it is a great listen. So if you're looking for something different, a little change up, it is pop music. I say give this a spin. It should be on Spotify and all your major streaming outlets. Um, so you should be able to cop that and give that a listen. Also, the internet ego death. He has been telling me about this album for months now since he saw them live in Pittsburgh. The album is super dope. Again, not an MVP um, production uh, just because of the fact that it's in a certain lane. And I feel like I love it. I think it's a great album, but I don't feel like it's a most valuable production. In case you don't know what that is, go to beehyphen.com, type in MVP in the search or most valuable production, and you'll see all the most valuable production award winners. I actually have one that I need to post soon. Or Monday, I'm way behind on posting that. So please check that out too. But the internet ego death is really good. Um, It's from... Sid the Kid and her band Internet. Sid the Kid used to be down with Odd Future, probably still is because Tyler's with it. But of course, Odd Future is not at what it was when they first came out what, five years ago now. Damn. Uh, so please take that in consideration if you're listening and looking for some new music. It's like some jazz, soul, hip hop. Definitely dope. And then my last recommendation this week is The People versus OJ Simpson on FX on Tuesdays at 10. I checked that out this week and it's good. It's really good. If you were alive during the, when the OJ Simpson trial happened, or if you're familiar with what happened now, 
I highly recommend this series. I've only seen one episode, and I can tell you it's going to be great. Um, ten epi- nine episodes remain. It's ten episodes, one hour each. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot of good television, so make sure that you're checking that out ASAP. So I have to wrap this up. I got to be back in. I'm going to be a, lot, a couple minutes late. But thank you for tuning in to Hyphen Nation. You can find the show at behyphen.com, podcast.behyphen.com, on iTunes, as I always say, subscribe, rate, review, gets the show more exposure, share it with all your friends, let them know that you're digging the show. Also find us on Stitcher. Um, we have FeedBurner link up. If you can put us into your favorite podcast reader and check us out that way. Check me out that way. Um, be hyphen at gmail.com. You can reach me at on Twitter at be hyphen on Facebook, Kellen Conley. If you don't look crazy, I will add you. I'm also on Google plus on Instagram, on Snapchat, be hyphen all the places that you can think of. And if you go to be hyphen.com, all my social media links are right along the top of the page. So enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend. Y'all thank you so much for listening. If you have any live reads that you want me to read on the show, like I did Bobby's little live read earlier, please send them to me and I will get them in. Do it while it's free because it's going to be big, major key alert. Should not be charging out the wazoo to do it, but not for my friends. But seriously, thanks for checking out the show. Really appreciate it. Had another great time with y'all as usual. And we'll do it again next time. So episode six. There will be no sport ball talk within that. Can't use that title again, though. And we out. Watch Super Bowl. Go to JW Thirsties if you live in Morgantown and get those wings. Thanks, y'all. Yeah. All right. Let me try to sit this thing down. I got 20 minutes less than that. I probably got about 15 minutes to mess with y'all. January. Nope. (laughs) It's not January. Uh, Let me turn it back down a little bit. A little loud. Let's go 31. Okay.